Blog Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to tonight's edition of Winchester Radio. Uh, we were we were not podcasting last weekend, so there are two episodes tonight to discuss, though I have a feeling if you really want us to discuss last week's episode, uh, the future, well, week before, I guess, uh, the future, the 19th episode of season 12 by Robert Barons and Meredith Glynn and directed by Amanda Tapping, who played Naomi, of course, everybody knows. Um, what we have to say uh, isn't going to be pretty <laughs> because um, that episode, I think, almost universally was disliked, <laughs> and that was that was being nice. Um, it really was not successful at all. Um, I did notice one funny thing in it when I was watching it um, when Sam was doing all the researching. And he was drinking coffee. He was using the little tiny coffee cups. And I'm like, really, Sam? Any coffee cups? Where did those come from? <laughs> so at least that made me laugh. It made me think of Fight the Fairies, <laughs> too, which made me laugh. Um, and I'm sorry I'm going to make think- on because I thought she was terrific. Hmm? I think I saw Samantha Highfield. I think it was her um, from EW. That writes all the great supernatural mm-hmm. articles. I think I saw mm-hmm. where she um, jokingly tweeted um, Kickstarter to get Sam and Dean bigger coffee cups. <laughs> I didn't see that. And, and really, you think they'd you think they'd have big mugs, you know, and all that. But whatever, can't explain it. Um, and we lost Dagon in this episode of Prince of Hell. And I thought she was great. I thought the actress was great, and I really liked the character. So I'm sorry to see her go. And yeah, we also basically I like her lost too. I, the cult. I, mm-hmm. I love her no-nonsense attitude. She takes no shit type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And unfortunately, because of her, um, they're working on it. But the cult um, was greatly damaged. Greatly damaged. Yeah. I thought it was completely, was, but at least they still have the pieces. I did too, because I could have sworn that she melted it. You know, that she melted mm-hmm. the whole part that's not the handle part. I'm not a gun person, so mm-hmm. I don't know all the names. But um, I thought, you know, the main <laughs> part was like melted. And mm-hmm. so, you know, this week when we saw Sam with the parts, and I mm-hmm. turned to my husband. I said, didn't it melt last week? Because he was watching mm-hmm. the end with me last week. And he was mm-hmm. like, I don't think so. He said, I thought it just got really hot and broke apart. And I'm like, well, I guess mm-hmm. you're right. Because, yeah. <laughs> but there I, it is. <laughs> I, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it had melted. Well, I, I watched, I, I, I was pretty spoiled. Um, for the episode, I was really paying attention when I watched um, the future, that part with the cult, and I thought it had melted as well. But I was really surprised to see when that when it stopped blowing, it was actually in a couple of pieces. So just like Sam has it, so that that was consistent. And and I also wonder, and it relates actually to the latest episode. Um, Dean says to Sam, "Can you fix it?" Well. Shouldn't both of them be working on it? Or how come Dean doesn't know how to fix it? <laughs> I would hope both of them are going to do this because, you know, he loves that cold and was sleeping with it under his pillow. And they're gonna they better make more bullets too. Um I hear noise. I hear noise on the line. Are you moving around? Am I moving around too much? I don't hear the noise, which makes me think it might be me, but I'm not moving that much. Oh, oh well, it's quiet now. Oh, well. Um, I'm sorry if it was me. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we're we're just talking about the future episode, and uh, who cares? Um, just a couple other quick 
things. Um, Cass continues to be dopey. Um, I thought Lucifer was super scary in his one scene when he just kind of screamed oh, yeah. at Dagon. It me out. Yeah. And, and I, everybody was calling that, that tape that Cass had with the Led Zeppelin songs, a mixtape. That's not a mixtape. A mixtape has different artists and different songs. This is like exactly. a best of. This is not a mixtape. Mm-hmm. This is the best of or some greatest hits. And uh, you not make it a mixtape. Try and get a f- not a mixtape. Not a mixtape. And you give it to your friends to say, "Hey, I like this music. I think you will too." Or your friend goes. Um, actually, I said this to my friend, a friend. I said, you keep talking about this band you like. Make me a tape and, and some good songs, and let me see if I'll like them. And it happened to be Guns N' Roses, which is anybody who knows me knows ah. that's my band for life. Yeah. Yes, yes my, friend, <laughs> my, friend, my friend named, I'm hey. so funny enough. <laughs> yep, yep, Russell White. Um, uh, he was going to see the band. I said, I don't get it. You know, and, and nobody else at work was like, was thinking, I said, you know what, I'll be open-minded. Get, let me give it a try. Okay. And he really picked out some not usual songs, a couple of usual ones and some, some unusual ones. And as they say, the rest was history, gone or forever. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was a greatest hit tape as well, not a next tape. <laughs> and, okay, and then I have a, Maybe I'm crazy too, but could the Nephilim be good? That's what I'm wondering could about it, too. I'm. Could it? I yeah. mean, yeah, that Nephilim had a chance to kill Cass. It had a chance to kill Sam and Dean. They were totally vulnerable at the end of the episode, and it didn't. Now it could have a bigger plan because sometimes you're like, you know what? You know, you make a plan and like. And not kill them now because I need them for something in the future or whatever. And it could it could be that, but could it be good? Yeah. I mean, just because you're powerful doesn't mean you're bad. I have yeah. some questions hmm. about that too. Yeah, I don't know. And but you have thinks, to well, think. Lucifer is the dad. Lucifer is the dad, but Lucifer didn't start out bad. He didn't start out evil. He was an angel. I mean, he was headstrong but and he went crazy but he didn't start out that way so I don't know the way um, Kelly the way Kelly and Cass acted after they got kind of taken over by the baby or whatever you want to say sock puppeted or whatever Mm -hmm. it reminded me a lot Mm -hmm. of when um, Jasmine on the fourth season of Angel you know, everybody wanted to kill her before she was born. And mm-hmm. then when she was born, she had this thing, you know, she was a god and made everybody worship her and love her. And it kind of reminded me of that. Like once they mm-hmm. kind of, you know, had some kind of incident with that baby, it kind of, they were jasminified mm-hmm. or what, you know, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah. It reminded I mean, me of that a lot. It did make Cass do wacky stuff and just say and just do what he wanted to do and put Sam and Dean out of it. But again, he could have, if it was the Nephilim controlling him, he could have killed both of them and and right. didn't. So, hmm, maybe that's what Supernatural wants us all to think. Just like Sam and Dean is evil. We'll see. Could um, be. No. Okay. Well, shall we? Shall we move on to yes, the yes, most recent please. episode? <laughs> yes. Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Um, episode twenty, called "Twigs and Twine and Tasha Baines," and written by Steve. We still don't know how to say his last name. Yaki? Yoki? Yaki. And Yaki, direct- I think. Is it Yaki? Yaki? Okay. And directed by Richard Spate, the trickster Gabriel, of course. Um, I thought this was a, a terrific episode. 
Um, it was well written. It was well paced. Um, I thought it moved right along, but there were scenes in it that were like quiet scenes, like downtime, like where they were sitting around talking or having a little bit of wine. And, and even when Sam and Dean are talking at the beginning, but I didn't find them slow. I wasn't bored. I just, it made a world of difference to have the right, to have good writing and good pacing. So good job, Steve, and good job, Richard. <laughs> it takes uh, both of them to do that. Um, yeah, I thought this was great. This episode brought back um, a, a couple of, like, really great characters from earlier this season. And an episode also written by Steve Yaki, um, and he created them, Alicia and Max uh, Baines, the twins. The, the twins um, with the witch for the mother, and they're hunters, and, and Kasha is their mother. And that was celebrating the life of Asa Fox, and that introduced the twins. And up between them and their mother and Sam and Dean, this episode was just gorgeous. They were so pretty, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> I agree. I mean, They're very beautiful people. Yes, and um, Tasha, the actress, looked like she could be their mother, especially Matt. Yeah. I thought. I showed a picture of her, of all of them, to my husband. I said, can you believe that she's supposed to be their mother? And I'm like, yeah. you know, she looks like their sister. And Russ is like, yeah, I can see it. And I'm like, oh, okay, but but I can't. <laughs> I cannot see it at all. <laughs> I know. I want to, that's it. Alvina, Alvina August. That's who played um, Tasha, Tasha mm-hmm. Baines. Um, yeah, she's. Also, just beautiful and, and doesn't look old enough to be their mother, but but she is no, a bit. I, no. <laughs> true, so. true. She could glamour herself or something, but yeah, no. it, I I absolutely love this episode, and even the mm-hmm. Mary and um, catch stuff was kind of interesting. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. But it to, the main, you know, I. The Max and his sister, uh, Alicia, their story was just so good. And it's been a mm-hmm. long time since this show has made me cry. And mm-hmm. I did, mm-hmm. I teared up totally when Max came and mm-hmm. found his sister, when he was saying, hey, hey, you know, and mm-hmm. it, oh, the tears started. It was, mm-hmm. uh, it, it just broke my heart. And that, the ending with him and what he did mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. oh, it, it was so good. It was, you know, it was such an interesting, yeah. intriguing, exciting ending. And mm-hmm. it, which, and you, which makes me think we'll, you knew we'll it was see gonna them happen. again. Yeah. Cause yeah. he's all, you know, I he mean, was Alisa. all alone. You yeah. know, he was all alone and, now. His mom and his twin sister were gone. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, who could blame him? Who could blame him? No. And and even and Sam or Dean sorry. would have done the exact same thing. Sam or Dean would have done of the course. exact same thing. And Dean said even that. though you know, he says, you know, it's not really her, but it is mm-hmm. her because, as we saw with the fake mom, you know, she mm-hmm. was basically the same. Um, however, mm-hmm. she apparently knew I'm guessing she knew something because you know when they showed her finger broken you know she didn't want them Mm -hmm. to see it and she turned around to fix her finger so Mm -hmm. I wonder how much Alicia will know and you know Alicia will ever figure it out and fake Mm -hmm. Alicia and well she's not going to age right she's not going to age and if she breaks her arm or does something she'll probably feel different you know or maybe maybe Max yeah. will have to tell her at some point you know because because the witch that did the um, that had made the deal 
was a demon, uh-huh. for her power, she she said, um, they're not a hundred percent. You know, not a hundred percent. So they they must feel slightly different at some point. And apparently, her deal was different than our standard crossroads deals that we've seen because it seems like she got a lot more than ten years. It seems like it was mm-hmm. just to whenever she died, she would go to hell, she no said, matter when that was. Yeah, she, yeah, she said, "I live. I've lived a very long life." Now mm-hmm. she's called the demon borrower witch, so that would make it a different deal because she was a witch. We made a deal with the demon. So she's not like an ordinary right. human, I guess, making a deal. So, But she was trying to pass on both her power and the deal, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So, so when she died, yeah. she so went now, hell. Right. So now, deal, right? He has, he has the power. Right. And he inherited her deal of going to hell. Yeah. But apparently not for a long time because she was around a really, really long time. And he has mm-hmm. the powers. Um, I thought the effects for his powers um, as a witch in Tasha's were really cool. When she did the spell and then the crystal was leading her, I thought the effects mm-hmm. department did a great job. I just thought it was, it was pretty yeah. and it was cool. Um, I can say, oh, at the end, yeah, it was just, just killer. It, it hurt, and I don't blame him. And I think Dean probably suspected or even knew that Max would go back. Um, I mean, they left him alone, and they knew that he had almost taken the deal. And I also wondered, they left the ring. So I wonder if they kind of suspected and kind of knew and gave it their try, but... Like Dean said, he says, you know, we did we do terrible things for each other all the time. Yeah. So he must suspect, and of course they'll they'll, you know, they'll see or hear about them again and go, hmm, you know, <laughs> we know what you did. <laughs> right. It reminds me probably the first time they see Alicia, it'll be very similar to this time that Bobby saw Sam and All Hell Breaks Loose Part Two. So. Hmm. Yep. Yep. What did you do? Yep. Um. I want to know where that place is that they used to film for the bed and breakfast because, oh, my God, it was gorgeous. Uh, that yes. Victorian home. Oh, and if it's an actual bed and breakfast, I want to know where it is. So the next time I go to Vancouver, I can go there <laughs> and I can stay there because, oh, my God, it's so beautiful. Stay out of the basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was beautiful. And that that part of the episode um, and towards the beginning when they were all gathering there reminded me of playthings. Where they end up in the yeah yeah thing with the kids and all that just a little bit. Um, um, when Dean and Sam were trying to research at the beginning and they're talking about the colds and and uh, um, they answer mom's phone and or one of mom's phones obviously <laughs> she must have left there because she's got others. Um, um, and it's um, Alicia, and Sam says, "You know what? Let's let's go join them." And he's kind of arguing with Dean, who doesn't want to, who thinks they should be concentrating on the Nephilim and Kelly and Cass and blah blah. Um, he says their mother, their mother's on a hunting trip, and she hasn't been home in a week, which of course is a play on the iconic line that started everything back in the supernatural pilot of you know dad's dad's on a hunting trip he hasn't been home in a few days did it bother you that they kind of recycled that line like they it recycled team free will last week which annoyed me to no end because i team free will annoyed me because it's become like i don't a buy it. thing in fandom 
Yeah, when it was only mm-hmm. mentioned one time in one episode. So mm-hmm. the whole team mm-hmm. free will thing has always bothered me. And then for them to bring it back last week, it was, to me, it just felt like, and I don't say this very often because it, it felt like pandering to me because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not a big thing in the show, but it's a big thing in fandom. So, yeah, that bugged me. But the line this yeah. week, to me, mm-hmm. I felt like Sam knew what he was doing. He knew he was mm-hmm. quoting Dean, and he was doing mm-hmm. it to show him that this is important. You know, you mm-hmm. same thing happened to us, and we had, you know, so we need to go help them. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, it was exactly the same. Right, mm-hmm. uh, which you know, in real life, you don't remember quotes exactly from a conversation you had twelve years ago. So no. You know, to me, and we also do like the same stuff. Doing it on people do. People talk the same mm-hmm. way all the time, and people, and and fans of some dialogue said the same thing in the episode. I'm like, wait a minute. People have favorite ways of talking and expressions and favorite words and responses, and reuse them all the time. So, I get you don't want it constantly on TV, but it's okay if you hear it again. And the last time we heard it was 12 years ago. So, right, like right. Like you said, I agree. Sam knew what he was doing, and then Dean kind of glares at him, but he gets it, you know. So, yeah, I didn't mind that, but I, I did not like Team Free Will. I didn't like that Dean even remembered it. You know, I thought I thought it was originally used kind of casually, like yeah. a monumental thing, and it, and this was, and I don't know. I um. I have a theory on that and pandering, but it's not for this podcast. But anyway, um, anyway, okay, interesting. Um, I thought the scene to go back to Marion uh, catch. I thought the scene when they're when they have the shapeshifters and both of them are playing catch Mary and their shapeshifters. I thought they were terrific. Both both Sam Smith and David. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. That was a great scene. Um, and later on, I thought their fight scene was fantastic. Fantastic. Um, they did such a great job in that closed quarter fight. And I, hmm? I, I thought it was really interesting when the um, shifter changed in to catch. That he had a southern accent, mm. you know, and he yeah. and I, I was, I I was really curious about that. Why did he have a southern accent? Was he insinuating mm. that Catch is lying about his accent? You know, I I was mm-hmm. really really curious about that. That is odd, and it was it was you could really hear it. It wasn't like. Like, yeah. Like occasionally you'll occasionally you'll catch Jared or Jensen with a Texas when they get tired or something. You know, you catch a word here and there that's real Texas. But this was like everything he said <laughs> had a southern mm-hmm. accent. Like, hmm. Yeah. No. And it's not what the character was saying. Like maybe just to annoy them, he was saying it in a southern accent. I don't think so. Um, yeah, it's very curious. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool how there there were parallels in this episode between, you know, Max and Alicia and their mom and Sam and Dean and their parents, both their parents. And they even have a, an actual conversation like... Um, Max goes to take a look at the Impala with Dean. And um, <laughs> I like how they point out the grenade launcher, which apparently, mm-hmm. according to Jensen, is a little foreshadowing. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, mentioned it at, he mentioned it at the Australian um, con that's going on, All Hell Breaks Loose. Um, so we'll see. But anyway, and then Sam and Alicia talk. And... Um, how she says, you know, they're both witches, Alicia says. 
you know, and they get it and they have a natural bond. And she says, and she goes, ah, she goes, it's all just noise to me, you know. And and Sam says, you know, I had the same thing. Dean and our dad um, bonded over the hunting and the hunting life. And I just thought it was cool. And then Alicia talked also talks about Mary. And she says what a great hunter she is. But she feels like Mary's not a hugger. But And that also made me thinking later. I have to flip to my notes here. Um you know, she's such a focused hunter and she's not, and she hasn't been with the boys. She's been out hunting and she finally left that really nice voicemail in this episode. But has she always been that way? I mean, when we saw her early on, she didn't want the hunting life anymore. She was defying her father to date John and she was going to marry him anyway and she was not going to be a hunter anymore. And... Now all of a sudden, I mean, she was she focused on hunting before, and something changed her mind. Um, is she back to well? I can have both. It's kind of strange. Yeah, yeah. I wonder about that too. You know, if mm-hmm. what you know the difference in mm-hmm. this Mary and the Mary that we originally knew. You know, one thing I thought was interesting uh, about Mary, when she went into that room with all the screens that they had up about all the, Mm -hmm. with the hunters, they had um, Mm -hmm. Garth and um, Eileen and Claire Mm -hmm. and Sam and Dean and Mary. Um, For Mm -hmm. Mary, it had age 63 and then C notes. I thought that's pretty interesting. Um, But then they also had a picture of her gravestone down there. So, hmm. you know, I thought, I thought that was, I paused it on each one to read. Well, and first mm-hmm. of all, I want to know why did they, out of all the hunters that we've seen, why did they have Garth up there? Yeah, he's alive, mm-hmm. but we haven't seen him in forever. And he's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. He's not a hunter anymore. And it did right. say under contact, it said no werewolf contact. And hmm. where not contact werewolf protocol. That's what it said. No werewolf protocol, which makes me wonder hmm. if they might have killed Garth or they're going to kill Garth because he's a werewolf. And as we know, they right. kill everything. Um, yep, that's true. They're working on it. And why have Claire up there instead of, you know, Jody? Jody's a much mm-hmm. better. Longer or hunter, an older hunter, better hunter. Yeah, uh, you know, or than Donna, teenage even. Claire and mm-hmm. Eileen. I can understand them having up there because they've actually dealt with her and she killed one of them. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I couldn't understand the, why they had Garth and Claire. I thought that was confusing. Mm-hmm. They could have had Max and Alicia up there. They could yeah. have had anybody at the wake for Ace the Fox up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, actually, what bugged me about that scene is that Mary goes to listen to Dean, and then um, she calls Dean. She texts Dean. I'm like, you do know you have another son, right? <laughs> I mean, Here's I'm, the I'm glad part. she said in her message. I'm glad she said in her message when she called Dean. Um, you know, you and Sam, and I love you boys, and she does say it plural. But I'm like, do you ever text him? Do you ever call him on his own? It bugged me. Anyway. That thing about only listening to Dean's recordings, Dean was the only one who had recordings on his because, like I said, I paused it on each screen. Sam's mm-hmm. has GPS info where he is. It's a map. But and it didn't have any recordings. Dean was the only ha- one that had recordings, and he didn't have the GPS information. Mm. But here's another. Mm. I, they have to have some kind of um, tracker or something on the car or with, the, with Sam and Dean or something because both of them, for current location, it named the place where they were at in this episode. Mm-hmm. on those things. So yeah. not only did they 
put those recording devices and stuff in the bunker, they have they have some kind of tracker on the car or with you know in their mm. bags or something because they know exactly where they are. Yeah, and then catch those to Mary. Um, you know, you should call Dean back. <laughs> so you know she can tell he's he's been listening in or has her phone or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And those videos, those um, recordings where Mary listened to one of them, if you look at them, it does say bunker, incoming calls, outgoing calls, and then another bunker. Oh. So that means that they have recordings of all the calls going into Dean's phone and all the calls coming out of Dean's phone. Hmm. Yeah, not good. No. Not good. Oh. <laughs> um, I had to laugh when they first get to the bed and breakfast or hotel and they see the man come out of the bait, the boot cellar or whatever it is um, that had been missing a month. Of course, they didn't realize at the time he'd been missing or dead. But Sam gives him this wave like, hey. <laughs> And, yeah. just, and the other guy just glares at him, and Sam just kind of puts his hand down, you know. And he's like, you know, I just want to say, oh, Sam, bless your heart for trying. <laughs> and then he kind of puts his hand down, and he kind of looks like, hmm. Well, that I was rude. Got the biggest laugh out of it. Yeah, I was like, hey. And I got the biggest laugh I, out of it, and Jared did a great job. It was too funny. The scene that I thought was super cute was when they're upstairs, and drinking wine and the way Dean holds mm. the wine glass. He holds it like it's a mug, <laughs> you know, or something <laughs> with the whole hand wrapped around the bottom of the glass, the stem of the glass. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, Dean. <laughs> I know. And then he says, get drunk. Like what on wine? You know, he doesn't think yeah. too much of it. Yep. And that whole thing. And then, um, Sam offers to go get the food, and he's like, do this, do that, and he pats Dean on the knee and goes, Dean, drink. <laughs> Dean's like, okay. <laughs> and he dumps Sam's wine into his glass. I thought it was very cute, very funny. And, um, you know, they were going to a vegan place, which I was like, yeah, that's totally up, you know, Sam's alley there, but I bet Dean mm-hmm. wouldn't like it very much. No, not at all. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm looking at my nose. I thought I'm watching it as we're talking, and one scene mm-hmm. that I was like, whoa was when Sam was fighting the um, hotel guy, the desk clerk guy, mm-hmm. and he punches mm-hmm. him so hard that apparently he disconnects his head from his neck, you know, because you see Ooh. the neck bones protruding out of right. his neck there. And, you know, because he's a fake guy, you know, he's able to just fix it right back. But I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. that's some power Sam's got right there. Yeah, definitely. He's fighting for his life. And luckily, Alicia came in and managed to be helpful. Um, And more parallels. Dean has a talk with Tasha. And he tells her, you know, she's a good mom to Max and Alicia. And Tasha says, you know, you grow up thinking when you're young, your parents are perfect. And they never do anything wrong. He says, but then you grow up and you find out they're not. You know, they're no people. And they're just Dean people, kind of listens. Yeah. yeah, they're just people. He take, kind of takes that to He needed like a reminder because, again, you know, he's missing a whole lot of time with, with Mary, you know. So I think he's kind of thinking back to that. And Mary is a real person with real issues and problems and everything and all that. So... He's still having yeah. a tough time with that, but he's trying. So I thought that was a nice scene, too. Yeah, I did, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I also like when Sam got back from getting the food, Dean takes one look at him and knows something's up. And he just gets up and goes to him and says, I know that look. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. The summoning witch, the lady, she was super creepy. She did a great job. She was really yeah. creepy. Those, those creatures made out of the twigs and everything, those were creepy too. Mm-hmm. Um, so it bothered me that when Dean went to Sam and they decided to go investigate the root cellar, um, Dean had forgotten his phone. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, they don't forget their phones. It's always in their pocket or whatever. But, okay. Oh, and that was another, but that was a funny scene, though, in the root cellar. They open up the doors and they realize there's there's dead people in there or dead something. And Dean, of course, Big Brother tries to send Sam down there. You go. You know, and Sam's like, no, mm-hmm. you. <laughs> And the dean says, okay. He just says, okay. And he goes down. Sam just kind of looked at him like, really? I'm I'm shocked. One thing I didn't like about that scene was, you know, Sam and Dean made a huge scene about how bad it smelled. And Mm -hmm. but when Max came down there, he didn't notice anything. He didn't act like it smelled or anything. I was Mm -hmm. like, they should have had him, you know, like, yeah you know, waving his hand around or something, you know, showing that it smelled to him too. Right. Yeah, and say, like, you know, ooh, you know, like, what the hell? What do you guys get into? Yeah. Get into or find yeah. or something. Yeah, it would have made sense. Um, the thing that bugged me about that scene is when they realize Tasha is um, actually dead and then Max finds them, it didn't seem to dawn on any of them that Alicia had been left alone with somebody, something. They didn't know what it could yeah. be, but they're all hunters, so they know it could have been a nightmare. Yeah. And nobody, they should have gone running, running, the minute they all realized that she was by herself with whatever this was. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, hmm, she's gone running back to her. That kind of follows with, a lot of issues with the season's urgency, you know. But, yeah. Um, and, oh, another nice parallel. When Sam and Dean find Tasha, you know, they find find her body and they lift the canvas off to see it's her. When Mary finds Mick's body, she has to open something up and then realize Mick's in there and he's dead. So I thought it was just nice parallel of, of directing or writing, actually both, mm-hmm. um, of them finding the bodies that had been missing and they didn't and they didn't know. And at least now Mary knows that Mick is actually dead. Yeah. Um, Although who knows what Ketch is gonna do with her now. Well that's true. He's got her. Well, and Lady Tony is back. That was one of the big things about the uh, end too. Yeah. yeah. I'll be okay with her being back if somebody kills her. I want it to be Sam, but I'll settle if it's Mary to kill her for Sam. Yeah. Or Dean for the same reason. I just want her dead. She deserves it. Yeah, exactly. Horrible, I just want her dead. Horrible, <laughs> horrible creature. <laughs> yes, want her dead. <laughs> um, oh, and the other thing about the end, Sam has fallen asleep leaning on the car window. And he looks adorable. I'm sorry. I have to point it out. <laughs> but he looks adorable. <laughs> but that's not the only comment I have. Um, doesn't Dean try to wake him up? And he doesn't. He's yelling at him, Sam, Sam. You know? And Sam yeah, would wake I, up. And you'd, think, and you'd think Sam would wake up instantly, of course. You know, because something could have been terribly wrong. And it's Dean's voice, you know, waking him up. So I wonder what's up with that. Well, at first, the first time I watched the episode, I was like, like, what is going on with Sam? Why didn't he wake up? But he, Dean only, I paid really close attention the second time I watched it because I wanted to see if I could figure out Mm -hmm. what was going on there. And I think it was just a director thing 
um, or it could have been written that way. It was just like a scene segue um, because mm-hmm. Sam, um, Dean yells Sam once to yell Sam, and then it immediately changes to catch throwing water to wake up Mary. So oh. I think it was just a mirror thing, you know, with that, you know, Sam's okay. Dean's trying to wake up Sam and catch is over here waking up Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah, nice. I was the same way with you. I was like, ooh, what's mm-hmm. going on with Sam? This is not good. But second time, yeah, yeah I, I caught that. Okay, because it was really, like, tight. It was a tight cut, I think, mm-hmm. a tight moment. Um, yeah. Okay. I, ke- I keep thinking about if if I was Mac. And if I had done the same thing he had did, and mm-hmm. it's like I don't, I don't know if you could ever really love and care for the fake Alicia, mm-hmm. even yeah. though she's exactly the same. Because to me, it's like you would be disrespecting the real Alicia. You know, she's dead and mm-hmm. gone; her life's over, done, and you've just replaced her with another one. It's just so mm-hmm. disrespectful, I think, to the original. And I keep, you know, I keep thinking how I would act if, what I would do if I was Max. And it's, mm-hmm. it's really, really interesting to think about. It's always got to be on your mind. I mean, you never forget that this is what you did and this is not your sister. Right. It's not. Um, so, Yeah be so weird and what's she going to think when she finds out and it's not if it'll mm-hmm. be when because she will find out yeah that's yeah. going to completely freak her out so yeah yeah um i know it's in a weird way but for alicia but i'm glad they both survived i hope we see them again i really like them i so, do too i'm glad yeah. they made it i'm glad they made it um I also like that Sam mentioned that Jody had put out an APB for them. And it was just a real casual mm-hmm. mention, you know, so I like that. Just yeah, me too. And I didn't recognize the song at the end. Did you, did you, or did you have a chance? I did not. I didn't either, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. And it fit it perfectly. We haven't had music mm-hmm. in a while. That was nice. Mm. It was a good episode. I have my yes. It was terrific. Um, I was I was watching this episode and taking notes at the same time. And it is a credit to the writing and acting and directing and everything. The whole scene towards the end with the confrontation of the summoning witch and the deal with um, Dean and, and Max and all that, I just sat and watched. Like I couldn't tear myself away to write a single note. I had to go back and do it again. So it was oh, so yeah. good and it was so creepy. Yeah, I thought that was so great. Um, another point that it was like it's kind of a nitpick it doesn't bother me that much because they all do it on all shows but Mary has beaten up Catch and he's like on the ground and she turns her back and walks away and I'm like come on you never turn your back on somebody like Catch he's just told yeah. you he's been cleaning up after Sam and Bean you know what he's capable of and you turned around and walked away from him I don't think so but oh well and I also wrote down that I'm glad she chose Sam and Dean over Catch in the British Men of Letters. Because I think we were starting to wonder. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, that ending was just great. With Max choosing to go yeah. back. And you know Dean is more more than likely knows. Probably if he thinks about it a little bit more, Sam will agree with him. Yep. 
Awesome. Yeah, I, I, it, I think this one and Ace of Fox are the two best episodes of the season, and both of them written by mm-hmm. Steve Yockey. So it's like, Steve Yockey, you're yeah. my new favorite writer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a keeper. He also wrote the Lily's Thunder episode, which I don't mm-hmm. think is as good as those two, but it was still a, a pretty good episode. It was a good episode. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. Not quite up like, there with those two, which was fabulous. Yeah. Right. It was still interesting. I like seeing the past lives of the angels and, you know, I like, I always mm-hmm. loved Victorian era. So, you know, he had them mm-hmm. from the Victorian era and Cass was in a female vessel and, you know, it's a lot of good stuff in it. <laughs> Yeah, it was a great job. Really, really great. And Richard Spate is a terrific director. Yes, he is. Yeah, he did a great job with this. Um, I'm sorry, I like Amanda, but I don't think she directed the future quite as well. I'm going back because, because I'm trying to find the name. I mean, maybe not the whole episode, but the scene where Sam and Dean carved their initials into the bunker table. That'll be, that'll be one of my all-time favorite scenes ever. I mean, maybe not the entire mm-hmm. episode, but that scene was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, actually, it was a good episode. I did like it. Yeah, yeah. The memory remains. And it was written by John Bring. Yeah, he did a good job. I actually I liked the whole yeah. episode. That yes, was a good one a good too. One. Yeah, but I agree. Um, so far, Asa Fox and Tasha Baines. Those are the two uh, top episodes. He's like, and he, I like, I mm-hmm. noticed who you just pointed out. Both of his episodes have character names in the titles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And both That's of their cool. episodes are the, and each, the name and each one of them are the twins' parents. So I wonder if um, one day we'll, cool. we'll get an episode with the twins' names in the title. Maybe the next episode Steve Yaki writes, it'll have Max and Alicia in the title somewhere. Yeah, and it will be the episode where Alicia finds out what happened to her. That would be cool. I hope yeah. he's writing that for yeah. next season. That would be cool. Me too. Um, Me too. Yeah, I say my favorite episode so far because, and it's not really anything too spoilery, but again, at the Australian convention, both Jared and Jensen said they they're excited about episode twenty-two, which is the penultimate episode of this season, and it's going to air on May eighteenth, right before twenty-three. They're going to have the two episodes that night, and they're really excited about it because it's an episode where it's just Sam and Dean are relying on each other and have each other. And of course, that Ooh, is the I hadn't heard that. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're that pretty excited good. about it. Yeah. So um, I guess in the last episode, everything comes together, and they go back to having the the whole cast, which. There's a lot of storylines this season. They've got to tie up, so I get that. But I wonder if I'll wish episode 22 was the season finale. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. But we'll see. I mean, Jim Michaels seemed pretty excited about the finale, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made a point of mentioning it and everything. So I don't know. But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to 22. And actually, next week looks pretty good, pretty interesting. Um, with the British Men of Letters um, coming together, or hopefully falling apart, um, if we're lucky. And um, Dean actually does get to use the grenade launcher. Maybe he blows up the entire British Men of Letters, whatever it is, headquarters here. That's that nice. would that would be good. I would I would like that. <laughs> yeah, with catching it. <laughs> and yes, and and yeah. What's her face? Yeah. Bevel. Except I La- want to see Tony Lady Tony get it. I want to see her die. You know, I don't even want a tiny chance she could escape. So I better see a body. Right. 
Mm-hmm. Although it could be like in uh, season nine finale of X Files, which is supposed to be the last one ever, and we see mm-hmm. a missile fly off of a helicopter and hit the smoking man right in the in his mm-hmm. face, and his whole mm-hmm. skin melts off of his skull, and we see his skull, and they did that so we would know the cigarette smoking man is once mm-hmm. and forever finally dead. And then what do you know? But not last really. year, season ten, <laughs> yeah, season ten shows up yeah. a million years mean. later, and there's the cigarette smoking man. He just has some plastic surgery, <laughs> and he's uh, some uh, prosthetic nose mm. and all this. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. It, you know, because yeah. we really couldn't have X Files without the cigarette smoking man in it. So I it's guess true. it's okay. And it is coming back, and I really hope this time they get Crytek because I mean, I I miss him. To me, yes. he's also yes. X Files. I so agree. I hope he comes back. Hundred percent. Yeah. And another part of my nineties oh. favorite television shows. Sorry to get off mm-hmm. track, but Twin Peaks is coming back May twenty first. Twenty six years later, twenty six years since Twin Peaks last aired. And it's coming back. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, right? just blows my mind. And Twin Peaks Mm -hmm. was probably, no, it was 100% the first show that ever really got me into genre television. Twin Peaks was the Mm -hmm. one that turned me into a fan. I was never really a fan of any specific TV show or obsessed with a TV show or anything until Twin Peaks. And if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's on Netflix. Mm -hmm. It's on Hulu, it's everywhere. Go watch the original mm-hmm. first two seasons because it's it some is. of the best TV you'll ever see. And oh, yeah. it's coming Fantastic. back to showtime May 21st. Oh, my God, I can't wait. I cannot wait. It was amazing. And I remember, like, it was it was the show you watched and then went into work the next day and tore apart. You know, mm-hmm. like, like yeah. with, in a good way with all your coworkers or friends and discussed it. What does that mean? Who did it? You know, the mystery. And it was so quotable. I mean, we still we still use those quotes, you know, that, that the show had. Yeah, it's really cool. And there has, to this day, there's still never been any show that scared me as much as Twin Peaks. Mm. There, there are two specific scenes in two different episodes that involved Bob uh, that were the creepiest things I've ever seen. And my cousin and I would watch them together because, and we would be like, ah, you know, hiding under pillows mm-hmm. and things, you know, watching. Yeah. And it, it was, oh, so good, so good, so good. Yeah, it was creepy. Really creepy. And it was funny, too. You know? Yeah, uh, it, yeah it, it really yeah. did have everything. It was, it was quirky. It had the quirky characters. It had a lot of comedy in sometimes, and then other times it had the biggest drama and, you know, murder mm-hmm. and rape and horror. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and, mm-hmm. like, there was a scene where, in case you want to watch it, I don't want to spoil you, but there's a scene where someone got killed that was, one, that was the most brutal murder-death mm-hmm. scene I've ever seen on television and this was on it on ABC back then, and right. there's no way ABC would ever show anything like this nowadays. It, it just blows me away that it was on ABC back then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was creepy. Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait for Twin Peaks May twenty first. <laughs> you know, if you wait long enough, everything comes back again. <laughs> You know, in some version. And Um, the quote Twin Peaks, the quote Twin Peaks, that chewing gum that you liked is going to come back in style. (laughs) Yeah, but you have to say it backwards. (laughs) In the bedroom. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, um, back to Supernatural. Um, ratings not so great lately. Um, the future was the lowest ever, I think. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. But they, they, but they did cover back up. Yeah. Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Tasha Baines came up actually a little bit, a little bit better. So hopefully uh, they'll keep coming up and do well. Um, if the last two episodes are great and, you know, maybe things change, um, some fans will come back, I hope. They're feeling disgruntled with this season. Um, hopefully. Yeah. Any other news? Any other thoughts on this episode? Um, just I liked it. It was a pretty episode, like you said. Mm-hmm. Actors, every actor, is very pretty. And it was just a really good, <laughs> solid, heartbreaking, scary story, which is what mm-hmm. I want in a television show. It also had great action, and it had some humor, and um, it furthered the British Men of Letters plot, um, and it, that which also went on at the same time with the other plot. And but you didn't feel like one um, uh, got in the way of the other, and it kept your interest, and it was well written and well paced. So, good job, Steve Yaki. You can stay. And Richard Spate. Um, and Richard Spate Jr. And Richard Spate. He did a great job directing. Um, yeah. Uh, we have, oh my goodness, three episodes left, right? Yeah, three. Yeah. One yeah. next week, one, and then May 18th um, is the we final two. two. It's not a two-hour episode, everybody. Jim Michaels confirmed. It's just two episodes, um, one after another. And they'll relate, of course, because they, it is, it is um, the last couple episodes of the season. Um, and Sam mentions in this episode, he's been trying to figure out, um, he couldn't figure out where Kelly was. He was trying to figure out more about Nephilim. And he's pretty much figured out that the Nephilim's going to be born on May 18th. <laughs> Just the season finale. <laughs> so, what a, must be what really a good at baby pools. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that a coincidence? So, well, and it's not a spoiler, not a surprise that we'll we'll figure out what's happening with the Nephilim, and I'm sure Crowley will be back. Um, we'll get Lucifer doing who knows what. Kelly, um, maybe even Rowena will come back in. Who knows who we'll see. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully the last uh, few episodes here are good ones. I'm looking forward to it, especially 22. If uh, Jared and Jensen are excited about it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other news? Any other happening? No. So there's con in Australia. Yeah. I can't think of anything. Okay. Starting to be quiet. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, real quick. Um, May 25th, CW is going to start re-airing the season. Um, May 25th, they're going to show the first two episodes back-to-back. Keep Calm and Carry On oh. at 8 and Mamma Mia at 9. So that will be May okay. 25th. Okay. And we'll be off for summer hiatus and back in the fall. Season Lucky 13, if I had to guess, premiering in October. And that's just a guess. <laughs> but they do tend to come back a little bit later than most shows that come back in September. But who knows? Very true. Okay. Oh, and... Um... They have a deal with Netflix now, CW does, where all the shows show up um, show up on Netflix eight days after the season finale now. So mm. after season 12 finale on May 18th, you should be able to watch the entire season again eight days later. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
So that's it. I guess that's it. Um, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, that's it, I guess. We'll, uh, <laughs> we'll see you next week. Uh, keep following us on uh, Twitter and Facebook. We'll keep you up with all the news, especially as the season is winding down. And, of course, over the summer, um, when things will be quiet for a bit, and then when everybody starts coming back to work, uh, the news will pick up again, and that is Winchester Bros. Our site is winchesterbros.com. Twitter, of course, is at Winchester Bros, and Facebook is Winchester Bros as well. Uh, thanks again for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope you had a good time, and see you next week. Thanks for listening. Yep, and here come the boys. Hey, I'm Jared Padalecki. And this is Jensen Ackles. And you're listening to Winchester Radio.